right. So welcome back to another episode of Time Out with the Sports Doctor podcast. Um, glad to have you back for another week. And I'm going to introduce to you Dr. Mirdalis Diaz, um, who is an anesthesiologist and pain specialist by trade, uh, but now doing some very exciting things in the field of medicine. Um, she's also a podcaster. Always great to have a fellow podcaster on the show. Um, and she also deals with um, a mastermind of how to help other high achievers and other physicians to find freedom and find, you know, quality in their life. So glad to have you on the show tonight. This podcast is brought to you by Zero Gravity Skin, a prolific leader in the aesthetic devices market, delivering anti-aging, complexion clearing, hair growth, and pain management solutions across the globe. Featuring the Perfectio X, a two-in-one device which treats both pain and signs of aging and is actively working to reverse cell damage accumulated over time. Also, the Relaxio, which provides damaged cells with the vital energy necessary to quickly renew and recover in the most optimal way. For more information, please visit zerogravityskin.com and use code DRDEREK30 to receive 30% off your purchase. Again, that's zerogravityskin.com, promo code DRDEREK30. Thanks to look for having me. Absolutely. So tell us about, you are challenged yourself to do a lot of podcast interviews this month you know so tell us about that first that's very interesting so um thanks for having us again i um i'm an entrepreneur and we go through different entrepreneurial uh training when you are a physician you know you like you do your cme and you keep studying so um as an entrepreneur you have to keep studying and be a group of like-minded people and through some of those um, groups we have challenges and then one of the challenges was to like do as many podcasts as you could uh, we were talking about 20 podcasts I just said 10 okay so I'm gonna hit 10 <laughs> podcasts this month because um, we have two other things we have our mastermind that's coming up in August this is July 2022 that we're recording this and we also have our clinic that's going to be opening in August so I said okay I'm just gonna hit 10 and then I reach out to our group we um, both belong to this wonderful group of physicians who are interested in entrepreneurship and then I said hey guys can you please help me to hit these 10 podcasts this month and and here we are we are doing it so we're so excited yes yeah so this is a definitely another example of the power of networking right no it's amazing and one of the things is that it's true like you have to surround yourself with like-minded people so tip number one go where people like you are where they're going to be promoting each other they're going to be Raising each other, growing together. That's the first thing that you have to do. There's going to be people that you've always known who are really, you know, in your heart there, you love them. Um, they might not be the people that are going to grow your business with you, for example, and they're going to necessarily have the same growth mindset where you can really excel. And this group is one of those. And we're very fortunate to be part of them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So before we get into the mindset talk, let's talk about how you chose the field of medicine. Are you a first generation physician or did you have other physicians in your family? So both. I'm a first generation, but my father finished medicine after I studied medicine. So, wow, he, always, okay. yeah, so he always wanted to be a physician and um, he, you know, we love science. He, they were entrepreneurs at home. When I was little, when I was born, he had to take a detour from going to be a physician, which is what he wanted. He became a land surveyor. 
through land being a land surveyor he also had a property and um like a real estate investor basically um had different businesses so I would always work at those businesses even since I was seven years old like I remember going to work at those businesses but I always liked medicine um and listening to him talk about it and his passion about it I think that was the main seed that was planted in my brain you know I love science I had good grades I love to heal I love to take care of things my um dolls and stuff like that and then that's that's how eventually I came to um, medicine I I consider like I first wanted to be an astronaut was the dream you know like was all this science stuff or a pilot something flying and and eventually landed in medicine yeah all right so tell us how growing up with an entrepreneur father how that kind of shaped your mind because you've run multiple businesses in your career how did that shape your mind as far as being able to interact in the business world? You know, it was very interesting because when, for example, I at some point I did research at Harvard. And then for that summer, I was surrounded by all these people who always wanted to just do medicine in their lives. And at that point, I had already learned so many other little things from working um, not only with my dad, he's, you know, as I said, as a land surveyor, helping him in that and seeing the businesses that they had. I also worked in all the other little you know, businesses that they would bring to this building, to this property. So it was like uh, so many different uh, opportunities that I had so many different skills. And then that summer that I was in, um, in Harvard doing that research, I said, oh, I, I can do this or I can do that. And people were like, why like you know like it was like just going one yeah. way I'm gonna go straight to medicine through and then there's some yeah. expectations of you have to just know these things and then that's it but then knowing you know all these having had these other opportunities then I was able to see many more things still I have to tell you that despite having a that uh, background in entrepreneurship we really didn't have the financial education there was the spirit there was uh the doing of things but there wasn't necessarily planning uh, so from entrepreneurship that piece was missing and that's one of the things you know that that's you can have the business aspect but if you don't have the financial aspect or the planning aspect or a different type of mindset then you can still get in trouble and uh, that piece we didn't have growing up yeah so you mentioned a couple of things number one as physicians in general it's put your blinders on, you know, undergrad, med school, residency, practice. And if you have even have to take a gap year or something, you feel like the world is going to end, right? Uh, but being an entrepreneur in many physicians' minds is something that never really even thought about, or are we even allowed to be an entrepreneur? Sometimes you'll work on a job where you're so limited about what you can do. It's only show up, see patients, do surgeries, do notes, and that's it. Um, but there's a whole different world out there and it's good that you were exposed to that early and you could see a difference when you got into a heavy academic environment where people like you mentioned were so focused on just the research or the taking care of patients but you already had a, a, an idea of what entrepreneurship was about yeah and I always foresee myself like having a clinic it's strange because I went to anesthesiology you know like you mm -hmm. you um, oh, yeah. and and like as an employed anesthesiologist, um, 
you don't necessarily have have that entrepreneurial. There's tons of anesthesiologists who are entrepreneurs and the ones who have the clinics and the but that's not the the first thing that you see, right? Like you're just mm -hmm. an anesthesiologist, you're gonna be employed in there. Um, but I always kind of foresee foresaw myself as as having my own office and eventually in pain management, I found that. And then we had offices for pain management, we eventually sold them successfully. We also had an um a um, an anti-aging clinic at some point we even had an entertainment business in in Miami which was tons of fun um mm. and then now we're having this other clinic that we're opening soon in August so the Sahavita is the name of your new that's clinic? correct yes yes, yes so, yes, yes. so tell us about that yeah. Yes, Saha means health and Vida means life and Saha Vida Institute here in Sarasota, Florida. We want to hopefully make it a destination. So I've always been inspired by trying to find the root cause of things. And as an interventional pain physician, I saw many people who reached certain age, for example, and they were feeling different, uh, depressed, problems with sleep. And they really didn't need the antidepressant. You know, they haven't been investigated to the depth that you can do these days. They, they hadn't checked their hormones, they, they hadn't checked their um, micronutrients, they hadn't really optimized them. Things might be normal, but not necessarily optimized. And then you can do a lot of prevention, which I was interested in, um, and eventually came and, and now we're doing this concept. We call it innovative medicine and a group of people are calling it innovative because really it's a mixture of lifestyle medicine, functional medicine, regenerative medicine, and aesthetics. So when you say, oh, what do you do? Like you do all these things and we call, you know, innovative and then you can, you can uh, part from there. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned pain and mental health. There is a huge connection um, between pain and depression and pain and just mental health in general um, and addiction even. So how have, you know, your background, how will you bring all that together into this wellness institute? Well, right now, what we're going to do is that I've been fortunate enough that I've done some studying, you know, for hormones and functional medicine, and we're going to focus on trying to prevent. So when the patients come to us, we're going to have that this full evaluation more in depth that they normally get that I would normally get at, at my uh, usual physician because just the system doesn't allow for it. And then we're going right. to have the capability of doing like these more thorough questionnaires and having more opportunity for education. So if I can work a lot on, on that optimization and that inflammation and, and uh, the sleep, the diet. Um, hopefully the patients are going to come. That's why we want to work here. They're going to be invested in their health. Then we can prevent them from having many of those other issues they could have. And um, eventually then maybe bringing some pain management into the the practice right now is not going to be the focus. The focus is going to be really prevention and optimization. Finding out, defining your state, as I say, let's define your health state. And then we give you what's called the book of life. Here's where your body is, the worst we could be. And then here's the transition, how we can help you to get there so that you're not only feeling good inside, but also looking good outside. Great. That's great. So not only are you trying to help your patients, but you also tell us about your Max Allure Mastermind. Uh, where you're helping other physicians um, live their life to the fullest. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but 300 to 400 physicians commit suicide every year. That's three to four medical classes. That's really a crisis. And we don't talk yeah. a lot about that. And that's talking about mental health. Like we really have to 
care for each other. And one of the things that I've decided in my life really is to live this unintentional thing that I decided to live through love and contribution. And contribution, I really want to uh, help other physicians like myself. If we do that, we're not only helping them, we're helping their families, their friends, their patients, their communities, and we're helping each other. Um, and in our one of the things that we know that happens if you see uh, physicians around the hospital or your clinics, you'll see some physicians that come and they're, they're complaining all the time because the system has evolved in such a way that it's really very challenging to go to work. There's this other group of physicians who say like they look happy when they come, say, what's going on with those guys? And we found that many of them, they have entrepreneurship in their lives. So when you have entrepreneurship, which can look like many things, that entrepreneurship will help you come and practice and see your patients for joy, not for need, because you have an outlet, you have a created outlet, you have a, the facility of having maybe some passive income or another source of income that tells you, you know what, I really don't have to be here, I can do it because I'm happy, because I want to help the patients, because I want, at the end of the day, physicians really like being physicians, they like helping patients, they like doing all these things, and um, if you have something that will give you this creative outlet where you have uh, meaning in your life still, where you have control of your life, where you don't feel lost anymore, then you're going to come and be happier every day. So in our Max Seller Mastermind, Max Seller, like maximum attraction of, of the best things that you can attract. That's what the name comes from. So you want to attract good people. You want to attract success. You want to attract happiness. And that's Max Seller. Um, then in our maximum mastermind, we meet with our physicians, small groups, 10, 10 physicians, and they can come with their couple at no extra cost. And we get them for six months, once a week. And we're able to define from your vision, whatever you think your life in terms of your personal or business life will be, all the way to have a blueprint of what your next steps are going to be. This is for somebody who feels completely lost, overwhelmed, or even burnout, because we've had a lot of those who have no idea what they're gonna do. And then we help them find that. This is also for the physician who has a business idea, but they don't know how to do it. Or also for the physician who has a business, but they just don't know how to get to the next level. So if you're any of these physicians, then you can come to our mastermind. And we have, we have our uh, webinars coming up in July, um, actually, sorry, in August. And then at the end of August, the last week is when we open our next uh, cohorts for the for the mastermind. Um, we have a curriculum that we follow. We have a change that we made and we're gonna talk about habits, but we know that to succeed, you have to develop certain habits and that's part of the pillars that we have. So we have the pillar of your vision. We have the pillar of your uh, wellness, lifestyle. Um, we have the uh, business, finance, as I was saying, like you can know about business, but if you didn't have finance background, then you know that that doesn't necessarily come together. So we have that, and we have workshops, we have challenges, we have the support, we have one-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, we have two-to-one coaching where you we pair you with another partner in the group, and then we coach you together. And we get these coaches who are wonderful. Earlier we were talking about Dr. Corey Fawcett, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. He's been a coach with us. We have. So many wonderful coaches. Uh, not all of them are listed in our in our website. Our website is maxalward.com. Uh, but we have the the point of having the coaches is that I don't know everything. And people, I'll coach them directly one-on-one. -on -one. My husband, who's a project manager, will coach you one-on-one. -on -one. 
for your blueprint for your business, but there's areas where you need help. So we have an onboarding process where we identify where those areas are. And maybe you tell me, hey, I know how that doctor did it. And I really want to be like him or her. And then I go to him or her and I say, hey, we have this person in our mastermind. Would you like to coach them? And then they, most of the time they're saying yes. So that's how we get them. Right. Or if we cannot get that person, then we know what the problem is already. And then I'll suggest somebody else. And then I reach that person and they come and they coach you in front of our group. So how do you go take someone who has a vision or an idea and help them formulate that and bring it to success or bring it to completion? The Sabre training bat is like no other training bat you've ever used before. So the purpose of the Sabre training bat with its modified barrel is so that you can perfectly sequence and get behind the ball, getting the bat on plane sooner creating less miss hits, more line drives, higher batting averages, and more exit velocity. The Sabre training bat is the number one training bat on the market. Sabre bats, the training bat that's gonna take you to your best swing. Let me give you a couple of examples for that. Uh, I'm going to give you, for example, people who want to be coaches, okay? Mm -hmm. We've had somebody who's wanted to be a coach and they maybe are thinking about studying in the life coach uh, school or, or they're already in the process, but they really don't know how to do the part of the business coming to life. So we help them like setting up the business, um, not not actually doing the things for them, but telling them the steps that they should be. We identify what right. they share. We can help them uh, with branding, for example. How do I work with branding? How do I work my social media? How do I start charging for these? And you know, so all these parts we identify where the where the problem is, and then we we help you. We had somebody who came with just the idea uh, in our first mastermind, Dr. Diana Mercado, and I mentioned her by name because she talks about it. I was just in her podcast, one of the ten podcasts that I was able to record uh, this month, and she started. For example, it's less than a year and a half. And she's made already over $150,000. And she came to us with just the idea, okay? So imagine COVID, as, and I measure now things in COVID times, right? So COVID right. two years ago, just, oh, it's already over two years ago. So mm -hmm. she started, imagine if you're just sitting there not doing anything, thinking about an idea because you want to be perfect because if time is not, not the right one because you have someone, so many things to do. And, and you just wait. So she started and she made over $150,000. Not only that, last, less than two weeks ago from the recording of this podcast in July, 2022 that we are, um, she was offered the opportunity to make one and a half to two times her yearly salary in a, something that's going to happen. She's going to take her like three to six months to complete. So she didn't wait. She had the idea and she went for it. We had another coach same thing where she didn't even know how to do a, a company so we had her go through the company go through the sba and she was like boom 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 and just you know like now she has all the social media going and um the businesses just happened like that we had somebody else who um really didn't know if to be a coach if to be a physician if to do this if to do that so we were able to, okay Let's focus on what you really want for your life. So once we identified what she really wanted, 
Then we went there and she went viral on TikTok and she's a coach right now. And she's like getting talks, speaking for, for her topic all over. Her husband didn't know how to monetize those things because she's always been a physician. Like, mm-hmm. how do you do this thing? So we got the husband to the, uh, we always invite the partner. We always invite uh, the spouse or whoever it is because we, and that's what I made it actually. I made it because I wanted as a physician to have a place where physicians, where I would be surrounded by physicians and where my husband could come. And there was nothing like that. So I made one. That's what it is. And then you don't have to have a partner to come, but if you have it, we, we welcome uh, them. And then in this case, the partner came, the husband came, and we explained to him how this gets monetized. And then that gave him peace of mind and also the ability to help her in that quest. So what are some of the major problems that you see, especially in physicians and high achievers, when they're trying to start something that's, you know, number one, outside their normal comfort zone? As physicians, we're used to being trained how to do something, see one, do one, teach one. Um, but when you're doing something completely out of the element, what do you normally see as a, a big obstacle? for starting fear fear mindset that's gonna be it you know like if you see if you see for example dr uh bonnie cool who just published a book about uh defining wealth for women is called is her book um uh and half of the book is talking about mindset because that's Mm -hmm. what's blocking us like as physicians talking about money is a problem as physicians we don't have the background so we fear what's going to happen we're trained to have a certain level uh, of expecting certain level of uh, excellence. So until things are perfect, like you're not going to let them go, you know, because we have m- people's lives in our hands. We right. have, if, if something goes wrong with what we do, something can, somebody can die, lose an eye, lose a leg, you know, lose like there's big loss if something happens. So we come from that um, mindset where everything has to be like perfect and perfect. excellent. Yeah. and it's not like you're going to be a bad entrepreneur because we don't want to put bad quality. We don't want to do poor quality services or poor quality products, right? But with entrepreneurship, a few things. One is there's coaching. There's a lot of people out there who want to really help. There's a lot of things that you can read. And then there's um, the opportunity to do this, this training, right? That's one. That's one thing. The other thing is that because you dedicated yourself to be a physician for such a long time. Sometimes we also feel like I want this today because I've already done all these things. And then right. they might ask me, what's the book that I have to read to do, to learn all <laughs> the things that, you know, it's like, there's not one book. There's many things that you have to, but you can start things without having them being perfect. Um, we don't want to lose money, right? We don't want to lose time. But if you don't start to educate yourself, you're losing the time. If you don't start to read about these things and, and sharing time with people who know you're losing your time already. So you don't have that control. So those two things I would say, like they want things like right away without really understanding that this is a different thing where you have to also put some time, but you have to start. And the other thing is like having the mindset of like, you know, like, about that perfection or no starting or fear it's really fear that's that's setting them behind yeah and let's talk about habits of for success um what habits do you put into practice to you know feel like you reach your optimal performance or be at your health and wellness um the maximum of health and wellness 
well, I, we can divide those in different things because one of the things that we try to do is achieve balance. And I don't know that we can truly achieve balance all the time. Right. So I divide them by different things. I divide for habits for myself, for habits with my family and my friends, and then habits related to my work. So for habits for myself, like every day, I start taking care of myself first. So if I want to do whatever exercise routine I want to do or, or whatever time for myself, I'll do that before any social media or phone or, or whatever it is, right? Um, so I'll try to take care of myself first during that period of time, whatever that is, it's not perfect because if I wait for the end of the day, in my case, ain't happening, right? Like everybody else in my time is not my time, it's everybody else's to some, right. to some extent. So that's number one, um, trying to really eat healthy. Um, one of the things that um, there is some things that you're going to say, there's, there's a, I forget the name, but basically is imitate, choose somebody that you think you would like to look like them. And then you say, okay, what are they doing? And every time you go to that menu at the restaurant, every time you, you do something, say, what would that person look like? You know, like, what would Jesus do type of thing? So what would that person that I want to be? do right so from a spiritual point of view if you're if you're a christian if you're religious then people think about that um in if you're christian and then if you're um if you want to achieve something like kobe right like kobe bryant what would you would do so have those habits right. so that's that's for yourself what what would somebody do in this position that's for myself for my family we really try to have family time together we eat at dinner uh, as much as we can together that and that's when we talk we talk to each other so that's a habit that I don't want to lose and then uh, most of our meals end up like with us dancing you know and having fun and, and we really try to do that always life is precious we don't know when we're gonna be here next so we really try to do that I call my mom every day I call my sister my siblings once a week so that's my family thing right my friends yeah. regularly so I don't like to text them I like to talk to them Business-wise, we're going to first surround ourselves with people who really know. One of the things that I think that we've been so successful in um, in this new business without even opening it yet is because I decided intentionally to surround myself with people who know different things, who have different skills that I don't have, or people who, even though I can do a lot of things, who are at their available where I can reach for them and I have like that lifeline. So that's one of the things. And then making sure that we have set uh, the, the financial aspects and the organizing aspects of the business in the right way where we're reviewing that regularly. Those things, I think, are good to start yeah. with. Sure, sure, sure. Now, that's a lot of helpful tips, especially for someone who's just looking for a place to start. Um, you know, and I think building daily habits you have to first secure time, like you mentioned, before you start your day, before you start checking social media or go to work or whatever, make time for yourself. And I think prioritizing yourself um, is one of the main things that I heard out of all that you were saying. Yeah, that's the main thing. And then from there, the rest. Because if you don't take yeah. care of yourself, then you cannot take care of the rest. And when you're ill, you cannot take care of anybody. We no used to do right. that before. Like before we would like, oh, get an IV and then go and take care of a patient. Right now we cannot do that because that's COVID right. symptoms and, and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so 
So Man, we didn't know about times. quarantine, right? Nothing. Physicians <laughs> no. have finally learned that, hey, if you're sick, you need to stay home instead of just like you mentioned, come to work, get yeah. an IV, and then go take care of patients. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. So on timeout with the sports doctor, this is your final timeout. So you mentioned a lot of helpful tips and pearls uh, throughout this interview, um, but I wanted you to just speak to that entrepreneur um, who is number one, completely in fear of starting or getting out of their comfort zone. Um, speak to them about the advantages of being an entrepreneur and why you have to take that step, you know, that first step to be able to get started. Well, let's compare this to medicine, right? You're an orthopedic surgeon. So imagine that somebody comes to you with a sprain and they're limping, right? And you say, okay, here you go. Take these x-rays or take this MRI order and then you have them go and then take this order for the physical therapy and then see me in, you know, whenever you're going to see me, two, four, right. six weeks, whatever you decide. Yeah. Two, four, six weeks come back and they come back limping, maybe worse than before, maybe having more pain. And you ask them, oh, give me the results of your MRI or X-ray or your or what? How is it going with the physical therapy? And they tell you nobody called me. What are you gonna say? Hmm? This happens all the time. Uh, right? Exactly right. And then as yeah, a physician, yeah. how do you get with them? Like, yeah. come on. Like, so right. can you take care of this thing yourself? It's your body, right? So same thing, guys. It's your life. Don't let your life be handled by somebody else. I'm going to give you an example. That's not for somebody else, from me. I made the choice. And one of the things that we have to do is own what we do. So I cannot blame a company. I cannot blame a hospital. I cannot blame anybody else for how unhappy I am there. Why? Because I chose to be there. We have yeah. choices, right? As an entrepreneur, having choices I know that even though I sold my practice successfully and I wanted to stay just to take care of my family I know at the end of the day personally I I want some other things I want a different way of of a relationship with my patients with my personnel with you know the people who surround me where I'm working every day so that's my choice and I cannot blame them when they came to me and even though I had already quit I gave them three months and they come six weeks into that and at the end of the day, they tell me, this is your last day. We have decided to accelerate your departure. Now, that's the first and the last thing that somebody will tell me that, right? As an entrepreneur, you can do entrepreneurship in many different ways. You can do passive entrepreneurship. You can do it as real estate investor. And these things you have to review on your own. You have to do your diligence and you have to start. But you have to do these things on your own because nobody's going to do them for you. Nobody's going to be calling you. Nobody's going to be taking and, and caring for you. You have to do that. And you have the choice. What are the advantages of being an entrepreneur? It's really freedom. It's freedom to be um, creative. It's an outlet because we have so much intense studying. Like we have to do something else when we stop taking so many tests, right? Um, so we have a creative outlet. And we have the opportunity with the changes in medical um, and healthcare to do things that really are gonna, we're going to be passionate and when you have a business, when you do something that you're passionate about, that's going to be, be really longer lasting, it can be medicine. You can create your own office. I'm, I'm creating my office. That's that's one of the ways that I've been an entrepreneur. Um, so that's, that's what I would tell you. It's your own life. Advantages of entrepreneurship, you're in control. You're not lost anymore. You can be maybe overwhelmed at times with the, all the work that has to be done, but it's happy overwhelming. Like you... 
you you're doing all these things but you're doing them for yourself for your family for you to do something that you're passionate about that that's what i would tell you that some of the advantages are of the entrepreneur that's a that's a great tip um like you mentioned i listened to a podcast yesterday and he said i don't complain about things unless i'm willing to change them and you know especially we love to complain and we want somebody else to take care of those complaints or make it better. And definitely as an entrepreneur, that's not going to happen because the buck mm -hmm. stops with you, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when you're as an anesthesiologist, for example, I have my plan A, plan B, plan C, like that patient is not going to die right. when I'm here, right? Yeah. So the same thing for you. You develop plan A, plan B, plan C for your things to work because you're going to make it work because you have to, uh, but it's you making the decision. You're on the right side of the table. You're not negotiating with somebody else. You're not taking, you know, like going there begging for anything. You don't have to, you don't have to beg anymore. Uh, you do what you truly want, what your heart and your spirit wants. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. So tell everyone how they can follow you, uh, follow your new um, institute that you're opening and how they can be a part of your your uh, mastermind for physicians. So now in August, 2022, we have our next cohort starting. We only take 10 people at a time. So I, I recommend that you come to our webinars. You can find them in maxalur.com. That is M-A-X-A-L-L-U-R-E.com. And there you're going to have a list of the webinars that we have so that you learn more about it. And then you can ask me questions there live. And we also have our signing up there. You can just if you're convinced, it's just go and sign up and save your seat because we only have 10 people uh, per, uh, per group. The other thing that we have is that we mentioned at the beginning, we have the Design Your Physician Life podcast. And uh, there we have specific tips. That's what I, I you know, I, we tell you a lot of these things. We have in our Facebook page for Dr. Mirdalis Diaz Ramirez. And we are on LinkedIn too, on Twitter. So you can find me like anywhere. You can message me if you have any questions. And uh, I really want to help as many physicians as we can so that we we know we have solutions. You have options and uh, just try to do it. The other thing that we have is the Sahavida Institute. That's sahavida.com, S-A-H-A-V-I-D-A.com. And that's for somebody who wants to come and be, you know, be the, like, lead the best health of their life. Absolutely. Well, thank you uh, for that because there's so many people out here, especially now going through, you know, financial woes going through coming out of this pandemic have lost a lot and the work that you're doing is very needed so thank you for what you're doing thanks for having me thanks again absolutely thank you for continuing to support this podcast if you enjoyed this episode then please leave a five-star review and if you haven't done so subscribe so you continue to get the updated episode until later peace Listen.